Good morning and welcome to Friday morning, January the 26th in 2024 on When I Rise. Today we come to the end of year B, the fourth Sunday after Epiphany. And on the Friday of the week, I'd like to take a look at the gospel passage, which comes to us from this week from the Revised Common Lectionary and this week of the church's calendar year. And so we find ourselves back in the gospel of Mark. We'll go to Mark chapter 1, verses 21 through 28. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection. And then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Mark chapter 1, verses 21 through 28. They went to Capernaum. At once on the Sabbath, Jesus went into the synagogue and taught. They were astonished at his teaching. He wasn't like the legal teachers. He said things on his own authority. All at once in their synagogue, there was a man with an unclean spirit. What business have you got with us, Jesus of Nazareth? He yelled. Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. You're God's holy one. Be quiet, ordered Jesus, and come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed the man, gave a great shout, and came out of him. Everyone was astonished. What's this? They started to say to each other. New teaching with real authority? He even tells the unclean spirit what to do, and they do it. Word about Jesus spread at once, all over the surrounding district of Galilee. This is the word of God for us. So this is the beginning of a theme that develops in the early parts of Mark's gospel, Basically, starting from here all the way to the beginning of chapter 3, two things happen at the same time that, that don't seem like they should go together. Okay, What we'll find from here is this ascension in the popularity of Jesus. Okay, And we see that. like It just starts with the bang here in this story, the first miracle of Jesus when he's in, teaching in a synagogue in Capernaum. right? But it goes all the way to Mark 3, 6, and not long from now, he's going to get so popular that uh, he can only hang in the, the lonely places because there are crowds like crowding around him all the time, and he can't seem to focus on what he really wants to do, totally wants to do what he wants to do in crowded places, so he has to go, he has to withdraw to lonely places, the NIV says. But at the same time, and this is a mystery, the uh, opposition against Jesus begins to develop too. We don't see it quite yet. Uh, we do see it maybe in the form of a demon speaking through a guy. But in the stories that follow, there's this human opposi- opposition of Jesus. Or they're going to begin to argue with Jesus. They're going to begin to question why he does certain things on certain days. And then when we get to Mark chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, like the opponents of Jesus want to destroy him. <laughs> and it's like, hey, man, you need to calm down. Like we're still just three chapters into this story. Like this story's got a long ways to go, but uh, it is a mystery why these two things would happen. And maybe the subtle point here is that um, those of us who want to make a difference in the world, right? Like we've got this vision and we, we see an issue and we see something's broken and we want to fix it. Um, that's a holy endeavor, right? That's a holy feeling that we have there. We uh, know that something is not right. We have this inner witness that says, hey, things could be better if um, we could just do X, Y, and Z, or if we can begin to model a different way, or launch a nonprofit, or get this group together, or 
put this piece of legislation forward, you know, in the local government spaces, right? But uh, it doesn't take long and there's an opposition that begins to come along right side of it. Uh, because some folks like things the way they are and not just because they're resistant to change, but you know, some people are actually getting ahead when things are broken. And so if we decide to be a part of a church and to be part of the people of Jesus, we're going to have this like this conflict inside and this conflict in front of us, this conflict inside. There's going to be this impulse to want to dig deep and roll up the sleeves and want to get something done so that lives can be better and that things around us could be better. But uh, we're going to start seeing warning signs that, that like this idea, this new endeavor, it's going to begin to take from us. It's going to begin to afflict us. It's going to cause us to lose sleep and maybe even lose friends and connections because we used to be this like run-of-the-mill bloke, you know, who just didn't really have too many uh, passionate views about things. But now we've got some passion about something and people, they begin to calculate whether they can go with us or not, right? There's also this conflict on the outside, right? We're going to lift up the plight of people who've been looked over and they're going to, they're going to say, thank you. Like, you know, finally somebody sees me and they, they want to join me. They want to help me. And there's going to be this voice of opposition that begins to tell us to calm down and to uh, keep things the way they are, or uh, maybe even some minor, you know, veiled threats come our direction. So um, for those of us who want to see change in the world, we got to look both ways because we're crossing some uh, high-speed traffic as we do so. But uh, we're modeling the way of Jesus, and Jesus was the one who showed us the way. Um, that they're, they're, the, the reason that we have any sort of appetite or interest to make differences in this world is buried within that is the simple truth that the world is not as what it should be. And the world seems to be going in a direction where things are going to be um, reborn and mended, right? There's like some potential that this, this thing could actually get better around us. And so we should be a part of those little, uh, you know, bands of people that get together and say, hey, let's begin to start planning and start thinking and start uh, persuading others to join our cause so that we can see the world change around us. And that's because Jesus paved that way. Because part of the reason that we got baptized is not just because that we wanted our personal sins covered over, right? Uh, we knew that there was something bigger going on. We're just one part, this one speck of this great big story. And that great big story is the mending of the whole universe. And so far it be from us just to be takers of this story. We also want to give back. And so, brothers and sisters in Christ, as we start this day and we allow our souls to rise to meet God, uh, let's begin to wonder, like, what's my place? Like, where's my place in seeing the mending of the universe? What can I give? What gifts do I have? What passions do I have? What previous experiences are, are bearing witness to the things that I should continue to be a part of today? Yeah, so those things in mind. Let's spend some time praying to our God this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you today that we are part of a larger story, a story that happened way before us and will continue on way after us, a story of a benevolent God in the midst of the world that he loves and that he's seeking to save from the middle of all of its messes and cracks and fractures. And so we thank you that you saw fit to scoop us into that story. You gave us gifts. You gave us dreams and passions to see further things fixed in the world around us. And so... We have two requests today. Request number one is that you continue to fix us because we know that the work that you began in us, you're going to carry it to its completion. So we thank you for your grace today. We also request 
you would continue to uh, open up our minds and eyes to see how we might be able to join in the work that's happening in the world around us. So God, we pray that you give us uncanny friendships and connections in the season ahead. You would open up resources uh, to be made available to different causes. Lord, we just simply pray that uh, we might watch this wonderful good news continue to be shared and embraced by all people around us. So we pray that you start within us today and that you would also allow it to go through us to every single need around us. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.